the bankster that if he continued to send me rude letters, I'd be forced to take my overdraft elsewhere. Another plus was that my ribs, which had been rearranged during an altercation with the leader of the aforementioned cult, were fully recovered. In fact, apart from a major hitch in the romance department, everything was hunky-dory. At least, it was, until Tuesday, when I went to buy groceries. I was in aisle five at the supermarket when I first sensed that I was being watched. The feeling's impossible to describe, but if you've had it, you'll know it. According to the neuroboffins, it's a primeval survival instinct, an evolutionary hangover from prehistoric times when we needed extra radar to protect ourselves when we were eyes down at the waterhole. That sort of thing. I shuddered and looked around. Nothing. Then again, Woolies isn't a known Neanderthal hangout. Blaming my paranoia on the store security system, I flashed my death stare at the overhead camera and steered my trolley into the next aisle. Relocation didn't help. The feeling was stronger. Frowning, I looked up and down the aisle. Still nothing. I crouched down to select leaf tea from the bottom shelf and was standing up when a hand landed firmly on my back. I jumped with fright, dropped the tea, and grabbed the shelf to steady myself. "'Are you the journalist, Scout Davis?' asked an accusing voice behind me. I turned to face a tall, bone-thin, ascetic-looking woman with a pointy nose and a chin that could open a can. She was dressed in a long black skirt, a loose black smock, and a floppy black felt hat. Wisps of iron-grey hair peeked out from under the brim. At first glance, she looked like an elderly greyhound dressed in a Quaker's outfit. With some alarm, I registered who she was and took a step backwards. Most Byron locals have heard of the Anemone sisters, three ageing spinsters who live in the hills, wear black clothes and drink chicken's blood. The usual small-town suspicions. There had also been talk of nasty spells and divine retribution for minor wrongdoings, so I erred on the side of caution, nodded and said, How do you do? Then I picked up the tea, replaced it on the shelf and selected a fresh packet, as you do. I am Miss Hermione Longfellow, she announced with exaggerated self-importance, and I will have a few minutes of your time. She plonked her shopping basket at her feet, placed her hands forcefully on her hips, and huffed loudly. Mildly amused by her theatrics, I wondered if she expected me to gasp and prostrate myself on the floor. Playing for time while I garnered a suitable response, I examined her shopping basket. Three bags of plain flour and a packet of safety matches. No eye of newt. I'm on holiday. I explained eventually. Undaunted, she waved her hand dismissively. Yes, yes, Daisy Fanshawe told me. That doesn't matter. I raised my eyebrows. What a cheek. Besides, Daisy is a friend of mine, and I couldn't imagine any reason for her to be chatting to one of the Anemone sisters about my holiday. Mindful that it would be childish to enter into verbal fisticuffs with this incredibly rude woman... I decided it was best to move away. I pushed my trolley forward and hoped she wouldn't bother me again. No such luck. In an instant, she stepped in front of the trolley and blocked my passage.
Furious, I had a sudden urge to cry, Ah! and run her over. My imagination quickly constructed the courtroom scene. I was sitting in the dock wearing a white voile blouse and a red pillbox hat with netting. Maybe white gloves. You will listen to me now, Miss Longfellow was insisting. This is most important. She stamped her foot, which beamed me back to Planet Woolworths. So is my holiday, I snapped. Suddenly she smiled, and it was so alarming that I took another step back. Her teeth were long and randomly spaced like a churchyard of old tombstones. Truly, if I were a horse, I'd have been a teensy bit scared. Then again, if I were a horse, I would have galloped away and saved myself a lot of grief. Please, she pressed, and I sensed that she was no newcomer to the benefits of a change of tactics.